But if you say, excuse me, miss, would you be uh, interested in exchanging a chemical bond of energies and maybe some conversation afterwards? Boom. That you will get pepper sprayed immediately, nigga. That is scary as hell. <laughs> first, of, first of all, nigga, that's probably how you approaching women and it works. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. creepy as fuck. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. I got, uh, you know, one of my peripheral homeboys came into town, you know, for like some friend shit. And he was like, yo, man, you know, Josh, bro, I'll be seeing you doing the podcast, man. Y'all be having me laughing, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, man, that's what's up, man. I appreciate that, bro, for real, for real. He was like, yeah, man, you, you know, y'all, it's a, it's you, another dude, and y'all, and it's like a, a, a cute, like a girl, like a cute girl, with like some big hair. And I was like... No, because I'm thinking, I was like, well, I know Jay been on the podcast a couple times, but I don't know damn well he ain't tuned in like that. So he was like, yeah, it's a cute girl with big hair. And I was like, no, bro, bro, no. I said, I grabbed the phone and I said, that ain't what you're thinking. I'm not like other girls. I'm not like all the other girls you met. Uh, I think that might be fucking, on the line. I might that be on the line, but Mickey Free, man, <laughs> fucking Mickey Free, fucking Mickey Free. Bro. Oh man, that's well, man, Shal- that's so Shal- embarrassing. Shalom got this bro. new, this new fine ass hoe in that thing, right. man. Like, hey, yo, man. Bro, <laughs> that shit is that shit is used to be. I kind of take it as a compliment, honestly. I like that, but I've dated a couple of girls that looked kind of like me, and I was walking into a place as some big ass niggas cat called the both of us together. They said something like, uh, hey, sweethearts, or some shit like that to both of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, like, oh, he must be confused, that type of shit. And it's like, I guess because as a man, you kind of have a feeling that, like, niggas are not going to try your girl or try and catcall your girl while you're with her. Because if they were to, that would be disrespecting you and disrespecting your, your masculinity, whatever. But it's a whole other level when they're like, oh, no, I'm trying to fuck you, too. Oh shit, you're a man. I didn't re- fucking realize. Sorry, dog. You got it. You know, like that's almost more degrading, honestly. Or not, maybe. I'm not even sure. I've, I've never been cat called mistakenly by a straight man. Yeah, so. I know. I know you haven't, man. You have a whole fucking beard, bro. I had a nigga yell at a, out of a car at me and my girl while he was fucking like zooming down the down the street. Hey, y'all look good. I was like, well, thank you, sir. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, okay, like, yeah you see it. You see it. Well, yeah. You see it. You see it. You see it. You see it. Um, oh, all right. Shit. Welcome everybody to waving the red flag. The number one. Oh, did you have a little? Okay. Well, I, I no, no, please. please continue, yeah. continue. Welcome everybody to waving the red flag. The number one cat calling and uh, dating podcast in uh, the entire universe. It's Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. What's up, Josh? Man, bro. I was that shit just reminded me of um. It was a time when it was me, you, and like some other folks. Mm. We went out to Edgewood one night, you know, when it was still like you know relatively safe. I think when Edgewood was becoming Edgewood, is now it not it's kind of good. No Edgewood oh, is good as fuck now, bro. Yeah, man. Edgewood really? is hood. It, okay, so it was a point. The pendulum swung, so it was a point where like it was like pretty safe, and now the niggas is out again, and they be doing like donuts and shit in, in yeah. the fucking like middle of the street and shit. It's yeah, like wild it's um, it's, it's wild. Go out there have now, a good man. time, but yeah, it's hood as fuck. That's anyway, but and there was um. There was like I think it was like two gay dudes and they was white, and you know they was just in the group. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, hey, what's going on? You know, y'all good? Like yeah, amongst yeah. us or? Yeah, no, no they from? were they 
amongst us. Like they were like they were a friend, they were with a friend us. so they were in the group. Yeah, they okay, were with yeah. us. And one of them dudes, man, he was really digging my stilo. Oh yeah, I bet and he was. It was the I most bet he was. Uncomfortable <laughs> shit ever. He was trying to get broken in twain, nigga. Yo, goddamn, because that, cause that shit, because like hey, to know trying to give you that betwixt. The swag is universal, man. Everybody fucks with the vibes, man. That's not even the first time, man. Like I bet it wasn't. You know, everybody wants you (laughs) goddamn. See, because I be getting the lesbians mode. White lesbians love me for some reason, but white gay dudes, I can that they not they not checking for me, but I can understand them checking for you. I'm surprised. No, they don't. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not. It's not. That's the same. That's the same flavor. That's that's two North magnets. You know what I mean? In their mind. No, I, I was. Where do you come up with that? Was, that was very good. That was right. very good on the spot. I have to give you your props for that one. Like I have to. Right, like off the top of the dome, nigga. Like what the fuck? That was clever as fuck. <laughs> but yo, I was just thinking about this, and I know this is not our place, uh, nor is most of the shit that we talk about. But um, do studs like getting penetrated? Is that a like? What what does their sex look like? If if any of us happen to know, I would think that they are doing the like they're it's a it's like a top, like they're the one that's fucking like they got the strap. But like a male top has a has his penis has nerves, so he derives sexual pleasure from that. Okay, what's up? Explain. No, give me the science. I I I want to know. I don't. I mean, hey, I'm. Okay, theoretical physics only. I'm just I'm just going off of what I've heard. It's only pen and paper. We understand. Yeah, yeah, theoretical. I I mean. What I've My, heard lesbians great say, Marvin Gaye. Let's go. It's kind. It's a. It's a lot of that shit is kind of mental. Is is really mental. So, okay. It's like there's power in having this strap on, and then just making a girl go crazy on go go crazy, and but at the same time too, like a lot of strap ons have like uh, something for the clit. Like so, when you're when like mm-hmm. a woman is like okay. fucking another woman, like she's also getting stimulated clitoral stimulation while she's penetrating the other woman too but a lot of that shit is like a lot it's like a it's like a mental a mental thing Mm -hmm. i'm looking this up right now strap on clitoral stimulation and also i mean we've discussed on here several times the fact Ah. that a lot of women don't derive their greatest pleasure from penetration when when straight males do it at least oh yeah Um, so, so there's probably uh, a lot different when there's somebody who probably has a better understanding of the of the stroke game that you need to make that happen. But I don't necessarily know if that's a if that's a requisite. You know what I mean? Because there are definitely things that that you can derive equal or more pleasure by doing as opposed to penetration. Anyway, I'm sure. or is it just like are they, you know like how are they getting theirs physically? Because I mean you, I'm not. I mean maybe, but you can't just nut off pure brain. I mean some people can, but generally speaking, not. I mean, nigga, you nut in your sleep. That, man, I've been trying to figure out how to do that consciously <laughs> for the longest, bro. I, I I'm like, yo, there's got to be a way to activate that ability, like while awake, surely. Like I did, I have tried a couple of times to like meditate, like mindfulness, get all the way into my body. I, I think I got close. I think I got close. I don't know. I feel like you know, a couple of years of practice, I could do it. All right, Buddha. This motherfucker just like got enlightened. Buddha, he was Buddha, this Buddha. well, yeah. this close to fucking being enlightened. Yo. Uh, yeah, that's what they mean. That's by what Nirvana. enlightenment is. That that literally is what they mean. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, this nigga, when when that shit 
when his nocturnal emission happened, I guarantee you that nigga was actually floating up. <laughs> <laughs> like light as a feather, stiff as a board, like the crab type shit. Oh shit! Above the just... Doctor Strange over here, just like in a whole another fucking plane. Fifteen million different versions of me, all like you know, experiencing right. different fucking... sexual scenarios. You can see that nigga aura and shit. Yeah, it was oral actually. Usually, it's a dream. Oh yeah, yeah, my aura, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, be, I'd be nothing extra fast though in the dream, like in the dream time in Inception Land when you are doing something, it's like time is moving slower on the outside world. Mm-hmm. But like inside the dream, like I'm fucking for maybe like three strokes. Cause I, Damn, cause I kind bro. of, I kind of vaguely understand at some level that the other person isn't real. I think that they're just like a projection of me or something like that. It's weird. Damn. Even in a dream, you no, like in the pussy. Say again. Oh, my, um, I, I use a term that's that me and my friends coined. Oh, oh no, no, please let's 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 popularize it. We've got a platform. Oh, when when you mic the pussy, mm-hmm. it's basically when you give a woman goddamn three to five minutes of hell, goddamn, like just ah 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 oh my god oh my god, like damn that nigga done already. <laughs> you know? It's definitely not three to four minutes. It's definitely not three to four minutes. It's literally like it's it's how long you would last with a prostitute. Or, or a sex worker, I should say. Like, it's how long you would last if you're like, this is solely and entirely uh, for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just pay- I'm paying this other person, you know? Or in this case, they are a figment of my imagination. Mm. So it's like, one, two, a three. The world may never know. <laughs> that type of shit. How long um, could it really last? <laughs> oh, we'll never know. I could, yeah, I could last long if I'm really, like, trying to impress somebody. You know what I mean? I'm doing all types of unnecessary shit, you know? Y'all ever fucking just couldn't come? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Like, you give up before the nut come. Like, yeah. Shit, man. I'd be like, man, I'm like, you you didn't got yours a few times. You know, I'm just tired. Let's just go to sleep. Right. I'm tired and proud. (laughs) Then then they feel some type of way about it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's a whole thing. But I'm just like, look, man, look, we've been going at it for a minute. This is not pleasurable for either of us right now. The dope thing about that, though, is because they feel some type of way, they they feel like they have to prove, they have something to prove. It's like, nah, my my cat is good. It, yeah, no, I, it's the one hit you know quitter. Saying? I put niggas exactly. to sleep. And you right, just, they're exactly. wide awake like, I get okay, Soul well, snatching. You mean to tell me you ain't getting none? Your that soul's you still intact? Yours? What? Mm. Your, snow, your soul has not been snatched? It is, it's, it's not in my pussy? Uh-uh. It's still in your body? Mm-mm. Nah, nah, we ain't having that goddamn. I could see that fucking with somebody's uh, self-esteem, that kind of shit, honestly. Um, but what do y'all think about the, uh, the Astro World shit? So, it is still horrible because as more information comes out, it seems that Travis was told about stuff, and then he still performed, and he at least let this go on for like forty, like his set go on for like forty minutes after explicitly being told. However, what was he told exactly? Cause I do, I, I, that's that seems very important. What was he told in the moment, not the beforehand? Like, hey, we think a situation might happen, but what was what information did he have during the show? If you know, during the show, he was at least told that people were were harmed. Mm. He was at least told that. However, uh, a lot of the videos that were initially posted don't tell the full story of exactly his level of concern, because there are videos that surface afterwards, and I have I have at least one where he was trying to quiet the crowd, trying to part the seas yeah. to, you know, get people moved and all that stuff. So I don't think he's like a complete monster or anything, but 
at bare minimum, he was, it appears, at least um, somewhat irresponsible. Yeah. And and not because that's the video that I saw, like, the one that you're talking about, when he was like, when he was like, you know, hey, like, no, nah, like, somebody's down there, like, you know, give him some space. Yes, yeah. But yeah. it was a little, it was annoyed? a little weird. Not annoyed. Okay. But I just, I don't know, for one, what people expect him to do. And two, how he, how he actually handled the situation, because he just started kind of humming. Because I guess, like, if you got, like, a crowd of, 15, 30,000 people, however many people were there. Like, you know, it's still kind of like a show you still kind of have a, in the mind frame of I have a, a job mm. to do in a sense. This is going on, but I still got to – and he just started humming like, everybody put your fingers in the air, middle fingers up in the air. And somebody was like, no, 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 not the fingers. Okay, cool, just put one finger up in the air. Just put one finger up in the air and just vibe with me. Just kind of like started doing some kid cutting hum shit, and that was a little – that was a little weird. I kind of thought like I, I was kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt because again I feel like there's I feel like it's so easy to draw conclusions based on like the limited information because you've decided oh this fuck mm -hmm. this person or whatever, and you don't know how you would behave in the same situation. Yeah. Like everybody is so quick to say like oh if I was innocent I would never smile or cry or laugh or do X Y and Z during a, mm -hmm. a murder trial or an emergency. But it's like nigga you don't know. And first of all everybody behaves differently. This whole idea that right. there's like a a way that guilt looks and shit. So I could absolutely see an artist being like, I'm going to bring my performance down to like a lower energy level so that shit can get calmed down and the people whose job it is to deal with it can do that. Like, I'm not going to sing a hype song. I'm just going to hum because that's what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing CPR on niggas. No, I'm going to hum. Everybody, let's, you know, let's just woo-saw for a second. That seems like a reasonable potential. I'm not saying that he's not at fault, but I just feel like that so, scene by itself doesn't mean shit to me. So two things for me. One, I think the biggest issue I have is not necessarily with Travis. It's about the entire way that that situation operated. So, for example, oh, yeah. the initial video when people were trying to alert the cameraman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was yeah, insane. That was, yeah. And he blew them off. And the thing that struck me as a person with an operations background, he blew them off with a radio on his hip. Yep. It would have cost yeah. him absolutely zero time to even if, even if you know working man contract situation. Yeah. I I get it. I get it. It would have cost him ten seconds to take that radio on his hip and say, you know, we got a situation here. Can somebody come and Some check this out? Mm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like that that that's my situation. The fact that operationally it was a clusterfuck. So somebody's culpable for the fact that it was an operational clusterfuck. My other thing is that people posted several examples of artists who handled this in what I feel was a much more acceptable manner. The one that really struck me um, the most was Lincoln Park set. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, like they literally stopped everything and they said, like, look, man, we're going to give you guys a show. But, you know, if you guys are going to march, if something's going to happen, you need to pick them up. We'll do this. They said we'll do this whole song over again. Mm. We see, will not shortchange. We will not shortchange you, but we need to make sure that everybody's okay before we do this. I think that there's yeah. a there's a standard of the performance that can I, keep people safe. I feel like there's a there's a. I agree I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Travis didn't ultimately get there because the videos that I saw, he ultimately did get there. But per the latest reports, yeah. he was told and then didn't get there for forty minutes while people were dying. Did he did he stop the show? Stop the show because they they said he didn't find out the niggas was dead till like 
dinner afterward. So it seemed like he's, the show finished. He left, and then he was like, oh, niggas died. The video that I saw, he's, he 100% stopped the show. I don't know if he knew the person was dead. I think that he may have just thought it was a medical emergency. But he 100% stopped. Okay, because that's yeah, what I'm kind of thinking. But yeah, I, also- I, I, have, I have at least one video where he stopped the show, and he's like, everybody, please, you know, give him some room. Everybody, please, yeah. you know, like, we need to get him out. Let's, let's, people, let's, let's help get him away, you know. People passing out at concerts – is normal. not is is fucking normal like they see that shit every night when they on tour like people pass out and i'm not saying like you know that's whatever i'm not say, like giving him like you know like oh my god like no no i think that's fair like some amount like, of but, suffering like, yeah, and shit like, happens you, in situations it's like all right cool like somebody like okay cool like let's but he probably just didn't think it was like that serious like the situation was that serious because mm. for one you're on stage you cannot see the crowd like that that's one thing that people don't know who people who that are crowd not was massive too. But you can't see individual exactly. No, no, that's crowd what I'm saying. Yeah. Massive, yeah. Thank, but and you cannot see individualized people like that. You can't, you can't fucking see. So and then like a lot of other and some people like making it seem like this nigga should have jumped in the crowd <laughs> and flew and to pick these niggas up by the bridges and flew away. I think it's the like, thing is like they they're expecting that he should stop it, but I also feel like. Mm-hmm. From his vantage point, and this is this maybe might sound callous. One person dying in the show, or maybe being like, "We're not sure if they died or not," is enough to stop the show to get them, but not enough to call the whole show off of thirty thousand people. I think, given that scenario, I feel like you 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 take that person to the hospital and you handle that once they've once they've been handed off to the people, and then you continue the show. I don't think from his vantage point he realized that eight different people were dying because it didn't seem like they all died in one spot. So it wasn't one like, oh, over there, eight people are dying. It's like there's a whole bunch of different spots in different spots in the crowd. And he didn't realize like that there were eight deaths happening. And I don't think yeah. he would have known that from the stage. Like you thinking, oh, fuck, somebody passed out. A couple people passed out. That's bad. Let's stop the show real quick. Not like, yo, the, this is an, an active emergency happening right now. Like multiple people are dying. Yeah, it's it's extremely unfortunate, um, and it's it's so difficult when when you be like, well, who's to blame? Is it Travis's fault? I think Travis is getting the lightning rod a little you know, bit too yeah. much. It's know. it's Live Nation's fault. It's Live yeah. Nation's fault. Because again, as a as a as a person with an operations background, there were so many fucking misses here, like so like, many fucking misses. Yo, how I, did y'all see the video of the girl that got dropped on her head? I didn't. That I didn't. Okay, so there's a there's a video. It was at the concert. There's a video where there's a police officer. There's they're holding a stretcher. It's got a woman up on the thing, and they're passing her up above the crowd over the barric the 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 rear barricade of the crowd. They're passing her crowd surfing with this woman's body. No, 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 no. no. Like the the (laughs) they were trying to get her out of the crowd on a stretcher. So she's on a stretcher. Okay, I thought she was on a stretcher, but basically being crowd surfed (laughs) to safety. Well, sort of. I mean, oh sort of. God. Like, they were trying to get her out of the crowd. And so yeah. the police are, like, receiving her on one hand, and the police officer's like, yo, come. He's, like, snapping at somebody to come help him get the thing. They pull it forward, and so now she's exiting the top of the crowd, but her head's not supported. So they pull her, pull the stretcher out, foot side first. The head side, as soon as it comes out, loses support. Stretcher drops. She slides off the shit in a honestly a comical fashion. Falls directly onto her fucking head, and they're like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" Then they try and get her back up, and it's like it's a horrifying fucking video. And one, there were two police officers involved in that scenario. Two, she was the ninth person who died, so she did not survive that injury. She passed away. Oh no. 
what I'm thinking in that scenario is, fuck Live Nation, fuck Travis Scott. The Houston P PD said that they did not have the power to stop the concert, and I don't understand how that could possibly have been true. I don't understand how the police couldn't say, yo, people are dying, we need to stop the entire show. Cameraman, fuck you. Security guards, fuck you. We'll arrest whoever we need to. The show stops right now until we get a handle on the fucking situation. Because the cops were in the back, like, clamoring, trying to get bodies out. and mother Like, EMTs were scrambling, trying to get people. I don't understand how, like, supreme authority over the show wasn't enacted. I don't get how, like, state officials were struggling to, like, attend to people at a show like this. I don't get that. Hmm. Me neither. Cause I, that seems like yeah, the Houston PD fucking up on top of Live Nation, for sure. And because I'm just thinking, because I'm 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 essentially there with you, but I'm also trying to imagine like the other, like the situation and when when they just we have every right to stop this show. Like if that motherfucker had drugs, but the motherfucker had drugs and they had like a a reason, they actually probably would have arrested him after the show oh. versus stopping. Mm. But even. Man, I, don't I know, just feel like, like these motherfuckers take yeah. every goddamn opportunity to abuse power and pound mm -hmm. their chest and talk about, mm -hmm. you know, everybody needs to comply. And every, mm -hmm. if ever, if ever there was a scenario where police needed to tell people to fucking obey, comply, we don't give a fuck mm -hmm. about what y'all doing, we don't give a fuck about y'all lemonade stand, we don't give a fuck about y'all licenses, get on the fucking ground. If ever there was a time, this was it. And they didn't do that. I do think that logistically, that may have been difficult just with the rowdy nature of that crowd and the fact that it was 50,000 of them. So maybe they just didn't have the manpower to even do that in a fashion. So maybe it was trying to maybe hmm. navigate the situation a little bit better because these people were kicking down barricades and shit. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm, I'm not talking about crowd control. I'm talking about stopping the show because as soon as the lights go off on stage, the crowd is going to change its energy. Now, maybe maybe they made a, a, like a strategic decision that that would have been an energy change in the wrong direction, but you could That's literally, as a cop, That's jump on thinking. stage and arrest Travis, you know? Yeah, and I'm thinking they made the, the judgment that doing that could have probably incited a crowd in a negative way. That's okay. If that was the, the if that's that they what they were clearly, thinking. That they they clearly over. wouldn't have had the manpower to, to disperse. To quell it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. It was already raging. And if yeah, you just that's stop true. and you got all that energy swelled up. Okay. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. So you think but, if they got up on stage and was like, yo, Travis, we're going to need you to come off the stage, have an officer come up with a microphone, hey, everybody, show's canceled, turn the lights off, we've got people dying in the crowd. You think that might have could have gone the other way and more people could have died? I, I do, might, honestly. Okay. This okay. might sound kind of fucked up. Um... I don't know if they would have necessarily needed to cancel the entire show. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent because like I've seen like you know some tragedies things happen at concerts, you know, and the artist will acknowledge it and be like, man, like you know we please <laughs> yeah, like y'all yeah. like, he'll he'll talk to the crowd like yo man like please y'all be safe. We have to you know value our lives and he'll give like a little short speech. You know this song is for such and such. And he'll <laughs> the play like one of his slower ballads. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, everybody put your lighters in the air. Like, you know, we're here to come together. We had to love, you know, da 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 da. And I guarantee you, if he would have did some shit like that, then he would have he would have been getting praised. I guarantee. That you. seems fucked up to me. I don't know. That like, I, that doesn't seem right to me. That, that that don't seem right to me. I mean, maybe if you added like a donation to it, but it's like, hey, so since all y'all paid for to see me 
um, let's sing a song that I wrote that y'all paid to see. I'm going to uh, dedicate it to the nigga that died coming to see me about 30 to 45 seconds ago. Let's get rage. Like, right. ah, it just seems weird. Okay. I might get canceled for this because this is going to yeah, seem let's get it. very callous. Yeah. If but fuck I've been wa- No, no. I mean, the sentiment. But no. Um, it's fun. If I'm one of 30,000 people, of mm. 50,000 people, and if somebody passed away at the show, mid-show while it was like really getting good, mm. I'm going to feel some type of way because they canceled the entire show. Okay, one person, I'm with you. I agree, one person, because I said that earlier, I agree, one, nigga, eight people and like a hun- like hundreds injured, that's different. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, hundreds. Of, I mean, yeah, okay. So it was a lot of people in. It was a lot of. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Because it's yeah, like it's right not like eight that. niggas died clean or nine niggas died clean. It was like a bunch of people almost died. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I get it. I, I would understand that. Like, I would still be a little salty, but like, man, these yeah. niggas out here don't know how to fucking act. Yeah, I hope they all right. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, Damn, I, I better get I my would, ticket back. Would, shit. Exactly. I would one million percent be mad, but my anger would be placed in a different sort of space. It wouldn't be yeah. like. Man, I'm fucking mad, you know, because, you know, he stopped the show. Pussy ass like, niggas dying and shit. It's like, I'm fucking mad because niggas can't act, and now the show's fucking canceled. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, so it's kind of the same shit as COVID. are you going to cancel all mosh pits? Are you going to cancel all raging behavior? I think that you have to have an established etiquette. It's the same as the COVID shit, like, a behavior and there that... And is, there is an established mosh etiquette. 100%. Because without that, niggas 100% would be... Di- Bro, I went to two shows... When I was trying to, you know, I explore. I'm an exploration motherfucker. I went to two shows. I got punched in the head hard as fuck at the second Shit. one. I've never been to another one of them fucking <laughs> rager type rock type shows since then, nigga. That was, but hard as shit, like fully punched in the head, like not like a like a knocked in the head, like a nigga almost knocked my head off. I got punched, Jeez. and I was just, I just sat down. I was like, I, I just sat my ass in the room next to the to the concert hall for the rest of the fucking show, um, but. And so that's the kind of shit that can happen. Like if you get hit hard enough, you can it can be problems. And but also yeah. I wasn't protecting myself either because you're supposed to do like like shit where you're sort of like guarding your own head, which is kind of wild. But you need etiquette like that. So if you're gonna ask, yeah, should we cancel all mosh pit shit? Like if you can't if you can't maintain the etiquette, then yeah, you gotta lock down. If niggas not gonna wear masks, you gotta lock down. If niggas not gonna take the vaccine, you gotta lock down because otherwise people are gonna die. But I guess that the shit that kind of like annoys me with that a little bit is mm. people don't know how to fucking act. They don't. So why blame the artist? Because they have control. Point they have some control. The they have some control. They have a massive amount of influence. I I, I don't think Travis yeah. is one hundred percent to blame. Like I think he's getting way more than his share of the blame in this. I'm kind of with Alvin. I think Live Nation gets a lot of it. But mm-hmm. if you if if there's a baby getting ran over and you're and you like could shout to tell the driver yo slow down and you don't it's like a good samaritan shit like maybe you deserve some blame because you had the power to stop it maybe it wasn't your responsibility or it wasn't your fault or whatever but it was your responsibility because you had the ability you know you had the ability to respond it was your response ability you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, i feel yeah. i feel ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh, god damn god damn, god damn you had the ability god to respond fucking, shit fucking realize <laughs> Next subject. Travis had the ability to respond. He had the response mm, ability, nigga. Ability. 
God shit. God damn it, Edward. Mm-hmm. Speaking of responsibility, uh, on to this next shit. What y'all think about the Rittenhouse shit? I don't even know what that is. I'm sorry. The, oh, I know. Shit. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. The, Kyle, the, Kyle, the Kyle Rittenhouse shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. The white, the, the white dude who was a uh, fake crying on stage, on uh, on the stand rather, um, during the Kenosha riots. He, like it was like a 17 year old dude. He went out there with like an assault rifle, killed I think two activists oh, and like. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, illegally obtained AR rifle. You know. Um, really. And crossed state lines with it, which he wasn't supposed to do. Mm. Um, you know. Hey, Amen. That's that white privilege. We'll see how we'll see how far it gets him. We'll see how far it gets him because they they they're gonna announce his verdict or whatever. And I think today or a couple of days or something like that. But it's gonna be between when and when this. By the time this gets published, I think we'll know. Yeah. But I saw that video, but I didn't know what I was looking at mm-hmm. because somebody made a joke about it. Because I I just saw like a white boy crying on the stand and he just looked ridiculous. It looked fake it as like, shit, right? And, and, and it's, but the caption was, that boy getting the sloppiest top underneath that table. <laughs> it looked like all different types of faces, none of which were sorrow. It looked like he smoked some too strong, like he was like he had nutted and she kept sucking. It looked like a whole bunch of different things. None of it looked like I'm actually sad and upset. Because he kept looking at the judge like he was like. <laughs> Am I sad enough? You should probably st- you should probably tell them to you should probably tell them to stop. Is this jury? Oh god! No, this shit seemed fake as fake as shit, bro. Yeah, um, no. Fuck that nigga. I remember seeing that video when he was on the street with that with, with that goddamn assault rifle. Like, like he was like one of the police, and he was just he signaling all that bullshit. Fuck that. Mm. Nigga. And fuck yeah. the justice system. I don't know how it can be. Now, okay, so so do you think there's any way to ju- because he let, let's not he wasn't like a, a um a civilian bystander who was attacked unprovoked that 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 as far as I understand that's not but but the idea is that he was part of a militia to protect property against people who might destroy it. Do we think that that's a legitimate identity or a legitimate course of action for a person to take? And within no. that, can you commit what you call it self defense? No. Okay. Not in that situation. Mm. Alvin. So, and I want to say just point blank, I think that he's going to get off. Um, cause oh, I yeah, think that judge the, is crazy. It's not even the judge, man. I just, and I get why they didn't. I think the charges give the jury latitude that they shouldn't have. But, like, he's definitely 100% guilty of a lot of shit, for example, again. 17-year-olds aren't supposed to be able to get AR-15s. Um, mm. But... Yeah, as far as like your direct question, yeah, I don't, I don't think that he has, I don't think that he as a seventeen-year-old is entitled to any sort of protection under any interpretation of any state or federal constitutional edict to be able to protect anything in that situation as a part of any militia. He's not even a community fucking figure. Like again, he crossed state lines to do this shit. You know what okay. I mean? Like. And- and so if a would, black person did this shit, like, come on, like. Okay, but but okay, so th- and this is where I want to kind of get into it. Like, you people always say his age, and I'm wondering. It's like you're saying there is a type of person who would fall under that, who it, it would be appropriate for them to so, violently okay. protect property. Is that the and, that, and, that, and that's a, that's that's a fair interpretation. I don't think that. But what I'm saying is I'm combating that logic for anybody who thinks that of anybody, right? So I'm saying if you're a person, yeah, if you're a person that thinks that somebody has it, he still doesn't have it. You know yeah, what okay, I mean? I so you. I'm 
I'm framing it in that kind of way. But as far as me personally, no, I don't think anybody has the right to do what he was doing of any age, of any group, of any community, Sandy. See, because I, I, I'm kind of like you asked the question, Josh, as then of uh, what if it were a black person? Now, I agree a black person would be prosecuted. But my question would be, should they be? Because if 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 let's say an anti-vax protest was happening and let's say it had a bunch of white supremacist types among it, which is something that's happened in, in multiple cities. And they were going to a black community and black community leaders pulled out their weapons and said, yo, you're not fucking up our shops. And somebody got shot. I, I think that there would be an argument there potentially. I'm not saying Rittenhouse falls under this, but I'm just kind of addressing the question that you put forward. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. My, my thing is, is (laughs) if he, if put in exactly the same situation, but having fucking, uh, dark yeah. skin and nigga kinked hair mm. and you walking up to the military with your ar-15 going yo yeah. i got two of them like you yeah. know what i'm saying like nigga you would have then would have got shot right immediately on, on spot. immediately like, like it, it, the likelihood of him getting shot on spot because the military would have been put neutralizing a threat mm-hmm. for everyone's safety yeah would have is exponentially higher like fuck him like no fuck the system like no but, but, but that's and that's also and also and also i think i think we need to draw some very clear lines on the aspect of what protecting property usually entails so okay. if you're out patrolling as a part of the militia because you think like rioting is going to like fucking tear down a local cvs i think that's yeah. a little bit different than your personal business also i would tend to think that in the situation that you described that the black people would primarily be actually afraid for their lives. So, for example, if somebody breaks into, say, my shop when I'm there Mm. or my home when I'm there, that's my property. Mm. But in that moment, I'm not necessarily thinking about my property. I'm thinking about my life. The property is is an ancillary kind of issue. Right. So that kind of gives that kind of gives threat to life. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's and again, uh, and again, a lot, a lot of these militia people, even I'm thinking, and not even just this situation. I'm multiples that I can recall specifically, like you know, these militias protecting fucking WalMarts and shit, you know, protecting like supermarket yeah. chain shits in like New Orleans and shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm. who? Why? Why are you so? You know, why are you? Why are you trying to protect Walgreens so heavily? I guess I'm just because I'm putting my like. It's not, it's not ultimately what I'm saying is it's not about fucking Walgreens. You want to shoot people. Exactly. That's what no, I, no, I agree. You want to shoot people. See, this is and this is why I'm like because I I know where I fall, but I fall there for symbolic reasons. But when I'm looking at just what it is, not what it symbolizes, because what it symbolizes, like let's not let's not bullshit. Like this is literally yeah. just like white America versus Black America type shit. Like that's what it means to everybody. But when I'm looking at just the material aspects of it i'm like i could imagine a black person in this scenario and i would probably be somewhat in support of them like yeah the walmart is a corporation their property doesn't matter but it's like if that walmart gets shut down my cousin might not have a job you know what i mean like if that community gets destroyed even just the property that's going to impact the material conditions of my cousins nephews daughters whatever now i i'm not saying that that militia was out there to do that i'm not saying that kyle rittenhouse and them in the military weren't part of a greater narrative that is trying to vilify Black Lives Matter. So I agree on a symbolic level, but on a material level, the example that Josh gave, I just feel like a black person going like, no, you're not going to, even if you don't want to kill any black people, you're not going to destroy our shit because it's going to have knock on impacts to our lives. That seems somewhat legitimate. 
it's also it one of those things where like and, and, and I'm sorry, Josh, but I do want to get oh, this point no. out. I'm, I'm sorry. It's it's yeah, very much cool. like a lot of these jobs are not are, are not worth protecting to that extent. You know what I'm saying? Like Damn. the vet, for example, and I can and I can go on. I can make I can make this a wider point, but I am going to use the the specific example that you gave. For example, yeah. If the Walmart gets shut down, right? Walmart is one of the lowest paying employers. During that whole time frame, you were making more money if you were just on unemployment. Your cousin just came out in the black. Fair point. And I can and I can I can go down the list. I can go down the list with that with that same kind of logic and make wider points and wider economic what you call it. It's it's never worth it. It's never worth it. Fair point. And the other thing I was gonna add on top of that is like if it came down to like an actual militia, like a black militia, mm. especially like, you know, if you have um damn, I don't know the brothers I don't know these brothers' names, but like they it's like Islam, um, but like Israelites like or black, oh the nation or yeah, it's like the nation, like yeah. but even like less than that, kind of like on another level, like it's still like on some organized shit. Them niggas is like there as a presence, like as a deterrent. Like the even nation, or you're strapped, saying the like they they ain't on they they're not out there on some like some tiki torch shit like some random niggas just banded together and now we're a militia we're a mob we have a right to protect our land and our country, but like if it was a black organization that did this, mm. I feel like it it's would a lot no, of no, black Josh, organizations that did that. Yeah, but his but historically Josh is right. Malcolm X literally preached that when he was like a high ranking official in the Nation of Islam. Like preach what? Because nation he preached that we weren't gonna start shit. <laughs> Like they were, they, they were people, literally. So people Josh's patrolled. Point, people one hundred percent patrol. They one hundred. So they patrol with shotguns. So a lot of the patrolling with shotguns was was a different was a different example. That would be like again, like the Black Panthers did. That. No, that's what I'm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying in yeah. general there. But again, even, nation, but again, but again, even are, when yeah. they even when they did that to Josh's point, it was as a deterrent. They weren't actively looking to shoot anybody. And I'm saying that when you get yeah. like a Kyle Rittenhouse, he was actively looking to shoot somebody. And I think that's the thing that has to be established. Because I, I so so because what I, what I'm arguing, and I'm trying to tread the line here, because I feel like I'm like <laughs> cooning. I think it's a new, I think it's a new I think but, it's a nuanced situation. I don't yeah. think it's so. I think you're you're treading the line because you're trying to address the nuance of yeah. the situation. And so I think that's fair. What I'm arguing is, if he went there to shoot people, cool. But that doesn't seem to be the argument that we're having. We're our argument is his presence there. Period was illegitimate. Therefore, anything that transpired afterward was murder, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm saying, given the things that the Panthers have done, the things that the Fruit of Islam have done, the things that like the New Panthers have done, etc., it's like patrolling passively with a gun is something that a lot of us would consider to be a legitimate behavior. Now, if he went to shoot people, that's a different thing. But being there with a the gun is not the same as that. Okay, so so the distinction that I'm making is that when those entities were patrolling with guns, they were not doing so with the express intent of protecting property. Property was an ancillary true. situation. True, true, true. They were trying oh, yeah. to protect no, their lives. They were trying yeah. to they Understood. were trying to protect their lives. So I give a little bit more credence yeah. to people when their lives are under attack That's as opposed point. to people trying to protect a fucking local Walgreens. That's an exception. So I get, I give a, I give a little bit more rope to those people. And yeah. that's my stance on it. Cuz then I think you can really characterize it as like this is self-defense at a political level but to go we are already the 
demographic of majority. We are already the property owners. We are already the ethnic majority in this nation. And so what we're protecting is not our lives, but our position within this society. That's a whole different fucking thing than what black people have been doing. So, yeah, that's a good point. I salute my nigga AB because I could not have said it any better at all. That's an exceptional point. That's an exceptional point. It's rough out in these streets, you know. Yo, um, just on, on, on a lighter note. Well, actually, not really on a lighter note, but um, on a different type of uh, street harassment note. Um, what do y'all think is the appropriate way to, to approach women? Because I think I, the more and more I look at it, because I'm, I'm out of the game at the moment, at least. Alvin is out of the game. Josh is relatively active. What is the correct way, given the fact that, like, women are bothered? You know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. and have increasingly been bothered for a, for a while. <laughs> so what's yeah. the what's the you know? Because it's like cool, don't catcall, don't don't approach straight, like leave us the fuck alone. We don't want that shit. But we don't like niggas. We don't like niggas. Leave but, us the fuck alone, nigga. <laughs> we are not interested. But at the same time, niggas are like, yo, love, sex, and dating are things that are going to happen and are happening. So what's the appropriate way to meet? A woman. Do y'all have a have a go to approach for this at a, at an individual level and at a societal level? If you got two answers, you know what it's it's and it's fucked up because and I, I'm I'm thinking about myself like on an individual level. Mm-hmm. I know like the type of I know the type the type of guy I am. I'm a pretty cool fucking guy. Like you know, indeed. So you're not going. I'm not on no bullshit. However, women don't know that about me. Of course, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. So if you see a woman at a gas station, that's one thing that they always complain about is getting like hollered at at the gas station. So if mm. me pulling up in my co- in my in my car or whatever, but and my I car see looks her, like, so woman, cool. Like, Damn, my car's like clean, like shit. It's all new and shit. But the thing is, like, if I pull up to like the gas station, I just so happen to see like a very attractive woman. I'm like legit, like, damn, who is she? Like, she, hello, I like to meet you. Mm. In the back of my head, in real life, I'm like, ah, the gas station isn't a good, isn't yeah, a good place the, because she's just going to look at me like some random, like, I might as well be a homeless nigga coming up asking for, asking for $5. Everybody looks homeless saying hello to somebody at the gas station, yeah. 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 Oh, basically, it. I mean, unless, otherwise, unless, like, you catch eye contact mm. and she kind of gives you a, a lingering eye contact, well, okay, well, it's safe to approach in this situation. Yeah. So I limit it to exclusively situations where people are actively trying to be social. So if it's at Mm. a bar, if it's at a club, and again, if you're, and I've said this on the podcast numerous times, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bar guy, not a club guy. So if I'm at a bar, I basically got a shot, you know, I'm going to like, we're going to be talking, you know, I'm going to be in a group of people organically stuff's going to happen. And that's pretty, that's pretty common. So I've Mm -hmm. never had to, I've never had to navigate these waters in the way that, men in 2021 are saying it's it's more difficult to do um but to josh's point i do think there are certain places that based on feedback i think should 100 percent be off limit i think the gas station is a good example i think the gym is probably the best and that's a, yeah. so terrible because man i'd be i'd be like Shit. and that's exactly why it's the worst possible place right like <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. the fact right. that that's what that you just like is <sighs> 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 like exactly why that's not that's, where you, you see like that. And it's nothing but malicious, but like you see an attractive <laughs> woman, and you're like, "Damn, she is nice." And I will never see her <laughs> outside of this, and I can't even say hello, even if my intentions are pure. 
But they're not or, pure. Or pure enough. They're not pure though. That's the thing. Well, they're not like, pure. Not you want to fuck her. Shit, that's it. The nigga, the nigga that's talking to you at the bar, his intentions ain't pure. Nobody's intentions are pure. What does pure intentions even mean? That means Everybody want to have. Fuck. I don't. I don't it's like. There's no. There's no. Why there's can't no fucking be a harm. pure intention? Why can't okay, cool. Then what's what's intention? an unpure intention? Because the bar might be a little bit low, honestly. Then. Hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, because that's what everybody wants. You know, fucking can be a wonderful exchange of energies, and 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 everybody. You feels can't approach good nobody cold off positive. that. Hey, man, would you be interested in some dick? Like, look, one out of a out you of can't. a thousand times, you might could get away with that, but no, that's but, weird. But but if you say, excuse me, miss, would you be uh, interested in exchanging a chemical bond of energies and maybe some conversation afterwards? Boom. That you will get pepper sprayed immediately, nigga. That is scary as hell. <laughs> first, of, first of all, nigga, that's probably how you approaching women and it works right. for your ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. creepy as fuck. And I have been pepper sprayed many of times. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why women like me. I say the weirdest shit. That's super fucking weird. It's like, excuse me, um, madam. Yeah, one hundred percent. My name is my name is Edward Overgold, and I would just like to. Um, engage you with a little bit of energy exchange mm -hmm. preferably right now at your place because mine isn't very nice <laughs> 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 historically your shit looks um dope as fuck now by the way i just want to point that out what's that oh so i was um in that um impersonation of you mm -hmm. i was doing a callback to the fact that you have often relied on your white women to house you and saying oh. that your place wasn't very nice and then yeah. i was flipping it and saying oh. that now your living situation appears um, dope oh, okay. as fuck. So, got you. Thank you. you Appreciate know, gr you. The gr growth. growth. I got you. Okay. I understood now. I, I Full circle. Full circle. Um, but I, I, you know, what, what is, I mean, like the pure intentions thing, I just feel like, I, I, I do agree. I, I think that part of this whole conversation is like the idea that men's sexuality to like kind of, we kind of all agree that men's sexuality is kind of a gross thing. Like Dick, Dick sort of, it, it's, it kind of runs a spectrum from like an annoyance to a threat. And there's like a sweet little spot where it's like an enjoyment. But most of the time, most dick in most scenarios is like a disgusting annoyance all the way to a dangerous threat. And I don't necessarily think that that's, that's good, but that's how most of the culture treats it. The one thing that men don't acknowledge enough is that, again, if you're not a creep, if you got something going for you, and it does not have mm. to be a lot, to be frank. Right now, the bar is mad low, fellas. If you put yourself in a social situation, women will shoot their shot. You can, you can allow them to go that ten percent, and you go the ninety percent. They'll give you, they'll give you clues. It does happen. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm mm. a largely socially like, in, like inept person, and even I can track to that level of interaction. Like, I it's think not you, I think you difficult. overestimate a little bit. I think you overestimate slightly, but also. I I agree with you. I think that some of the strongest, because 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 like people are going, well, fuck. If I can't approach you at the gas station, if I can't approach you at the at the gym, if I can't approach you, you know, at a at the club because you're just trying to have a good time with your girls, if I can't approach you on the street, where can I approach you? Um, and and if I try and befriend you first, then you're gonna say, well, oh, you were tricking me by trying to get into the friend zone and try and get out to fuck me, you know, that kind of thing. But I think there's a like, we're to your point, Alvin. We're missing the fact that like. You can meet someone socially and and ask them on to like to, to fuck essentially or to date or to yeah. something romantic. You don't have to go from like yeah. zero to let's be friends. You can go, hey, this is Cheryl and this is Heather and this is, you know, John and we've met these people and like, hey, like you're really cool. Like, you know, and you've got you don't seem you're not a stranger. You know what I mean? You're connected to other people. Hey, I'd love to see you sometime. Do you want to grab yeah. a drink? Like you can you can t see. absolutely do that. 
You could, you can absolutely do that. And that is the most that, ideal way. I'm yeah. sorry. It's fine. Well, you, well, I was just going to say that that I think Alvin, you're underestimating like men who are having trouble finding women in the first place. You're kind of requiring them to build a social level, a, a social life in order to do that. Because that situation of where you can meet a girl who knows 10 people that you already know in it, like that requires a lot of time if you're starting from zero. But, but maybe that's how it should be. That's, that's fair. And I do acknowledge the fact that for a lot of people that can be hard, especially if you're, say someone that's been in a relationship for a long time, mm. that kind of shifts your social priorities just, yeah, just naturally, organically, it shifts your social priorities. But I would argue that that's the best way for all parties involved. I think you might be right. I think that's, I think that's fair to just be like, yeah. look, you don't get, you don't get to, because uh, uh. in my life, I may be only like, like talk to like a strange woman, like maybe like five times in my life. Most of the time it's like online, that type of shit. But maybe you just go, look, the safest, best way for us to do it is the way we did in the old days, which is that you didn't meet women off the street. You met them at church. You met them at work. You met them at well, yeah. maybe work's not a good example, but like church, I think is the closest example. You met them through a social situation where y'all knew the same people, which immediately made you safe. So now she can women off the street literally all the time. I know, but that uh, to, was dangerous as no shit. Way. That wasn't the that point. Wasn't the way. And again, and again, women have 100 percent like. Initiated shit with me. You know what I mean? Like in social situations. That's situation, rarer though, man. It's 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 rarer, but it happens enough where that like, it's not a surprise. Yeah. It ha okay. it happens yeah. enough. Yeah. Like okay. that's happened like recently. Like that's not okay. even like something that's like. They <laughs> <laughs> said, "Watch out." <laughs> no, no, because I, I and I tell people all the time, like I'm not I'm not the guy that's gonna catch you on sight. Like I have to, you know, exude certain energies and all that kind of shit. But sure. like, it, I exude those kind of energies to a point where like that's not like an completely off the wall assertion man i, I gotta i still y'all y'all agree but i still want to provide oh, no, no, please, like yeah. a different please 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 yeah please perspective i'm not i'm not sure at all on this shit i don't me, know me neither it's getting to a point where okay so for one i totally agree with you both on the fact that yes it is a lot easier it is a lot more natural if you do meet somebody through like friends or like a friend group or like a social circumstance especially even even at work like I mean, yeah. I I know people like don't yeah. like to be hollered at work, but if you find, if y'all yeah. are mutually digging each digging other, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not I'm not talking about no one one sided shit. Yeah. But just how you meet people, how you might meet your future spouse, it's a lot easier if it's in like within social circumstances. However, you are a lot of the times if you see a woman or a man out in the fucking wild, mm. regardless of where they're at. And you're like, wow, I would really like to date this person. I would really like to talk to them. Or I would really like to take them out of the list. Or I would really like to fuck. Yeah. You'll never see them again. You will never see them again. You never know how many people would not have been married or would not have hooked up or would not have had certain stories if somebody didn't walk up and like use a corny-ass pickup line or use a corny-ass uh, conversation starter or just say hello to a random person. Like, that shit happens, and it goes quite well like, cause I have, I feel like you're of the mindset that, oh no, that never happens. That should not happen. That no, no, no. You should never talk to anybody that you don't know. Not at all in public. Like, cause that that's that's but that's what your energy feels like. Yep. Like that's you know what I'm saying. But, bro, like you, at the same, I, I just I just feel like you should just approach people with respect and treat them mm -hmm. like a human being. If they tell you they don't want to be bothered, leave them alone. Exactly. But if you come up and say, hey. 
my name is Josh. I just want to introduce myself to you. Like, you know, what's your name? Are you from around here? Like, okay, fantastic. Well, you know what? I don't want to take up too much of your time. Is it okay if I get your number? Like, you know, we can go out and get coffee sometime. Okay, cool. Bet. No? All right. Damn. Okay, well, hey, I appreciate it. Anyway, bye. Like, why does so it have I to think, be? I think, I, think, I think Josh brings up an excellent point. I do think that I'd say probably 60, 70% of the time, the biggest issue is approach. It's, it's how women are approached. It's usually niggas that won't take no for an answer, niggas mm. that are overly rude, niggas that um, make them feel unsafe. So That's I think true, too. 60, 70% of the time. Because it'd be the think, craziest nigga. Because most exactly, niggas are exactly. mortified yes. it, to do that. So the only niggas that's left to do it is crazy as it's shit. It's crazy niggas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's fucking it up for everybody. Mm. Exactly. So I do think that a lot of the situation is rectified with better approach. And I think Josh has outlined a pretty good example of what like a good approach looks like. However, there are 100% women that. In, in isolated situations, and I, and again, we've we've drilled down into two of them that I feel are pretty well substantiated, um, anecdotally, at the gas station, you know, at 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 the gym, you know, maybe at, maybe at work for a lot of women, they don't want to be approached like that. Period. It doesn't matter what your approach is, mm-hmm. but I do one hundred percent agree that there's a substantial percentage of the time where this isn't a problem if your approach is fine and if you're willing to, as a as an adult male that's confident and secure okay with hearing no and leaving it at that and not Mm. making women feel unsafe see um, the reason that i disagree strongly is because it's a couple of levels here but it's a numbers game i'm definitely not saying that a woman never wants that and it never results in a good outcome i've literally i've met people like that i've literally just been like yo i like your style and then immediately she gave me energy and i was like cool now we're having a conversation and if she hadn't given me energy then i would have taken that as a no and fucked off you know what i mean but the question is, if 10,000 niggas do that like me to 100,000 women, what's the percentage of those women that are like, I enjoy that interaction, it turns into a relationship versus, fuck, I feel like I'm being barraged. This is, a, this is like, it's, it's at, when, you, when you scale that up to everyone doing that, what do women's lives look like in a scenario like that? And that's where I tend to start to disagree. I think, I think, I think all of that is irrelevant because anthropologically women are supposed to be choosy anyway. So in any situation, no, 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 like, no, like cities, bro, cities, bro, cities. No, no, but but, but what I'm saying, no, but literally, literally like women are supposed to be fucking choosy. So it's like in any, in any situation, they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be picky. I agree. I'm They're not supposed that to be fucking picky. I agree. I agree. So like, it, so like, in, in in that case, what you're saying is is moot. It's not like no, no, they no, don't no, want to no. be approached. It's like, no, it's my point yeah. is my point is there's a difference between living in a village of 150 people and like three corny niggas approach you and then one chieftain approaches you and you say yes. That's manageable. Living in a city of fucking three million people and ten niggas are approaching you on your way to coffee, none of whom you're fucking interested in, or maybe you're already fucking married. That's completely different. It's not about her being picky. It's about being bombarded we've, we've, with we've already, we've already established, to your point, what you literally just said is that most niggas don't even have the confidence to do that anyway. So, like, so you're already woman, limiting the scope anyway. Like, you, but, you just said that out of your but own we're talking about an a, But we're talking about in a scenario in which more, more men do. At now, it's already women. Like, we can't. There's a problem. Okay. Women are complaining. Let me, let me, okay, so yes, like what, yes, that, absolutely. That's, that's the problem. starting point of this whole conversation. Let me, can I, let, please, because yeah. like, yes, absolutely, there is an issue with niggas being har- harassing women on the street. Absolutely. Like, no one's here to 
to to argue okay. that. However, the answer is to not just stop approaching women unless you just so happen to be in the same social group. Like you would never like it's already hard enough to find somebody to date somebody I, without being in like physically in the same location unless you're make some friends, guy. dog. And go then, make some friends. But bro, like, like maybe every, every, maybe you no, just don't get to pause, approach pause. every woman that you like and f- find is attractive. Maybe that's just part of reality. Sorry. Okay, okay. I'm I'm a, I'm an extremely introverted person. It's already difficult enough for me to go out and approach a woman. But now you telling me I gotta go out and make friends with motherfuckers who I don't really care about in the hopes that I might be able to no, meet a make woman. make friends with people you I do might care be about. Able to possibly date if it's okay if I approach her. Like, but at the same time too, you also do have a lot of women who complain about nobody is approaching me. I What's the ratio good, on that though? But where is the but yeah? But that whole catcalling shit, a lot of that shit is static. That's not even necessarily even counted in the numbers of like actual legit possible people that you would hang out with, mate, and date. Like a lot of that shit is just is static. Like those you can't even necessarily even count that shit because it's just so much. And I'm not saying that it's right, but it's life. Like we cannot control policy, just like you said on the other podcast. However, a lot of the times like women do want to be approached in certain situations, but like niggas don't even know. It's like being presented to us. Like, we should just never approach women whatsoever. And then you have women who are like, well, I'm not going to make the move. He should just be a man and man up. Why can't he just have the courage to approach me when it's like, yo, I, I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on in these streets like right about now. Like, is it okay for me to approach you? Should women be making the first move now? Or, Possibly. Or I, I think that's also a potential culture shift that probably is going to need to happen. My whole thing is that I think that when women are saying they don't like to be approached, it's it's heavily weighted to certain situations and a lot of times men don't get the cues for that and i think that the the vice loosens substantially when you're not in those situations and you approach them respectfully for for example i am a large black man i'm not gonna flag down somebody on the streets of fucking midtown atlanta at fucking 10 30 a.m on a dark street like i'm not gonna do that I know men that do. I know men that have done that. Yeah, but I'm saying that that's inappropriate. Yeah, I agree. Again, women constantly say they don't like being approached at the gas station. <laughs> women constantly yeah. say they don't like being approached at the fucking you know at the gym. Again, maybe it's a bit more palatable if you're coming at them respectfully, and it's at a bar, whether or not they're in your social circle or not. Bar is different. I, I also agree. If bar is different. Yeah. If they're at a club, yeah. Maybe if they're at the fucking Home Depot, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, oh, you is like, that you like I'm, hardwood? I'm, I see. Mm. Yeah, but I'm I'm leaning very much toward agreeing with Josh that you can't say that like you just 100% can't approach women in these situations because I feel like women would be much more receptive if they're come at in a different manner. I feel like the approach aspect cannot be stressed enough. The approach is usually what the issue is. I imagine that if like again. Mm. If men came up to women in these, you know, in these situations that are more prevalent than you seem to think, Eddie, in a respectful manner, and they were willing to accept no as an answer, then it would be much more palatable, much more. I, I, I guess I, I still have to go back to the number. Okay, so we're closing a little bit, but like, if you so you're so you're, you're you're assuming you're assuming the issue is the fact that they're constantly getting accosted. So I know like, I, I, I think it, I think it's cumulative. I think it's cumulative. I think there's mo- there's more than one thing. I agree that the approach is bad, and I and and also I very much concede because again I'd like to emphasize I've met women this way. I'm just saying that because a per- because there have been 
individual level successes does not mean at the macro level this should be the the culture you know what i'm saying like there's a there's a difference between those two things the fact that i didn't get sick yet doesn't mean that fuck vaccines is essentially my my stance so if 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 gay men had to approach us with the same or were approaching us with the same volume and let's say with the same level of respect that we do women is that the way that we would want the culture to operate or would we prefer it to be through social circles where you already know there's interest or let's say exclusively online because i think that's another i think that's probably what's going to end up happening anyway because that's where women have ultimate control where you go you completely we understand women are selectors they always have been always will be when it comes to that Women get to go, here's all the million men that want me. I can select among those and I can turn my fucking phone off when I don't. So you get to approach. You get to you get to have your, you know, your day in the sun. You get to cool, she's hot. I you get to say something. And she gets to say, No, I'm not interested. But I don't think that you I don't saying, oh, but if if I don't approach her at the gas station, I might never get to it's like I, I don't know that that like how much weight that really carries. Um so yeah, that's that that would be my my hypothetical. If, if gay men, men were as prevalent as straight men and we had to get approached like that for them to find out whether or not we were interested, are we rocking with that? Or would we prefer social circles and day, an online apps? So for me, I don't think that that's necessarily the world's greatest comp situation because I'm fine with that, but I'm also not 100% threatened. You know what I mean? Like I don't necessarily assume that this person could do me harm because it's 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 apples and oranges comparing that to like a like a man like a man approaching a woman. Oh, I agree. Like it's a, it's an even it's an even stuff. lighter scenario, and I still yeah, think it makes yeah. my point. Yeah, I think I think that I'm gonna hold to it, not making your point because of the fact that it's a lighter scenario. However, specifically to address your point, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like if if a gay man approached me and I'm, I'm and and again it was respectful and it wasn't you know mm. pushy or anything like that, I'm like I'm like no, nah, you know I'm not interested. You know, have a nice day. And if they're like, hey, okay, cool, I understand. You have a nice day too. I'm I'm one hundred percent good. Okay. I'm 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 fine. Cool. Might, yeah, you might even feel like you're fine too. You might yeah. feel better. I'm like, yeah. damn, that's I'm like, oh shit, I'm looking looking good today. Exactly. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Skincare, skincare routine popping. You know, you know, looking good. Because I think, because I, I mean, I kind of, I'm with Alvin, and I have been approached aggressively. Bye. And you were still feeling it. Hell, what? I was and, and you were still and you were still feeling it. Feeling what? The the approach. No, I don't. Anyway, I was approached aggressively. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by feeling it, because like that means like I liked it, because it sounds like you was trying to imply that I liked it. Cur- um, <laughs> yeah, that that was that was the that yeah, was no, the, yeah, the bit. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, cool. But and the thing is, is like no, of course I didn't like that shit, but. It's not the the issue is not getting approached. It's the issue of not taking the no mm-hmm. and not okay. respecting me, like being like, "Hey, well, no, nigga, I'm straight. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm literally straight. Like, I'm 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 good. I'm literally like, a heterosexual, you know, person, whatever. Yeah. Yes, and like you not taking the no. That's the and that goes back to what me and Alvin are saying about it's really within the approach. And no. like, cause I'm, it's yeah. like, you, cause I, the answer cannot be to just not holler at with us or just to not pro- approach a woman at all and, and just and just having women approach niggas like i mean like that that can't be just the the answer like even though it would be nice if more women like you know approach dudes but 
even still, like, even they're not even trying to do that shit. They don't want to do that shit. Most of them. They, yeah, they don't want to do that shit. They don't want to do that right. shit. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so you're, you're, it seems like what, you, what you're saying would just ultimately do more, more bad than good. To me, like. It, it, honestly, it could very well be a red flag that I'm waving. If you think <laughs> that women should be the only people approaching, that men should never approach a nigga. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Well, that too. But <laughs> never approach a woman. Uh, you may be waiting for the red flag. Um, but in the same vein, if you're out here, you know, um, a woman who's at the gym just doing her thing and you see a nigga aggressively, creepily creeping on you, it might be you that's seeing a red flag. This has been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. This has been Eddie. It's been Josh. It's been Alvin. We'll see you all next week. Join us before each episode for the uh, for the pre-show and uh, subscribe on YouTube and click the uh, click the bell. We'll see you all next week. Peace. It's a red flag.